You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all of our 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide booski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league it's thursday june 15th do you know what day it is it's today in sports Welcome to middle of June, where it's all baseball all the time for the next while. I'm your host, Doug Reed, and as always, you can find me at Doug underscore Reed 34 on Twitter. This is Sports Ethos presentation, and if you haven't already, please check out our website, sportsethos.com. A ton of information, whether it's wagering, which is the group I head up, or fantasy sports, or DFS across all four major sports, tennis, F1 coverage, um, disc golf coverage. We have everything that you could be interested in. Lots of free information and some very reasonable packages. I definitely suggest you go there, check us out, and you'll definitely find something that you can uh, enjoy and get some value from. Before we get to the 10-game Major League Baseball slate, let's just 
see what has happened on June 15th in sports history. Way back, 95 years ago, 1928, Ty Cobb of the Philadelphia Athletics steals home for the 54th time. 54 times. Everybody went bananas tonight when Isaiah Kanafalefa, Isaiah Kanafalefa did it for the Yankees uh, against the Mets in the Subway Series. Ty Cobb did it 54 times. Pretty sure that record will not be touched, not even close to be touched. Let's get a little more current. 2001, LA Lakers beat the 76ers 186 in Game 5 to win back-to-back NBA titles, uh, and Shaq received his second straight MVP. A couple years later, this is a good night for San Antonio. 2003 and 2014, they won the NBA championship. In 03, they beat New Jersey, the New Jersey Nets 88-77 in Game 6 uh, to win their second title. Uh, Tim Duncan won the MVP. And 11 years later, they beat the Miami Heat in Game 5, 104-87, to win their fifth title. And Kawhi Leonard won the MVP there. Back to uh, 2004 in the NBA. Detroit beats the Lakers 187 100 to 87 in game five, Chauncey Billups MVP. And people think this is one of the biggest upsets in NBA history. Uh, the Lakers were heavily favored, and Detroit not only won, but won in five games. On to the ice, 2011. Boston beat Vancouver 4 0 in game seven at Vancouver to end a 39 year Stanley Cup drought uh, for the Bruins. 2015. Also on the ice, Chicago beat Tampa 2-0 in Game 6 to win their sixth title. And in 2019, I I found this quite interesting. Babe Ruth jersey sold for $5.64 million. Not sure who bought it. It was an auction. I think it was an unannounced bidder. But $5.64 million for a Babe Ruth jersey. That's pretty cool. Birthdays today, June 15th, today, Wade Boggs, the one of the greatest hitters, I think, in baseball, certainly in the 80s and 90s, um, a guy who never sold out for power, kind of like an early version of Ichiro Suzuki, maybe, because they always said he could hit for a lot more power if he, if he ever wanted to. Instead, he just went up the middle, opposite field. And was a fantastic hitter. Wade Boggs turns 65 today. Tim Linscombe turns 39. And that means I'm getting old. Because my boy Timmy Ballgame was a huge part of my giant success um, a number of years ago. When they won three World Series. And the fact that he's 39 years old means that I'm getting a little older too. And Cooper Cup, the LA Rams um wide receiver, one of the best in the game, turns 30 today. So happy birthday, Wade Boggs, Tim Linscombe, and Cooper Cup. Going to take a quick break and get ready for all the games on the Diamond. Uh, Ten of them, not a huge slate, but a decent-sized slate tonight, this afternoon and tonight, and we'll get there in a second. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And welcome back. We hit the diamond in Baltimore, where the Orioles host the Blue Jays in the rubber match this series. Toronto won tonight and Baltimore won on Tuesday. So for the Jays, you get uh, lefty Yusei Kikuchi going. And for the Orioles, you get Tyler Wells. He was at home at minus 125. The Jays on the road, plus 105. Total here is nine. Um, Minus 110 on both sides. I'm seeing a little bit more money coming on the over. And I actually lean towards the under. Kikuchi comes in 66 in the third innings, 4.34 ERA, 1.34 whip. Tyler Wells comes in 75 innings, 3.24 ERA, and a .85 whip. And Kikuchi's a lefty in Baltimore, uh, in Camden Yards. A lefty is what the way you want to pitch, for sure, uh, with the left field fences moved back. Baltimore's been hitting well, but I think it's going to be a challenge for them to put up some runs. And Tyler Wells, you know, I like Tyler Wells. Uh, at first blush, I thought, you know, I thought he's, he's been doing well, but I didn't realize how well he's been doing. When I looked a little deeper, he comes in with a 3.24 ERA, but a 3.28 expected ERA. So basically uh, right in line with um, uh, his numbers. Comes in with a 0.85 whip. 75 innings, 74 strikeouts. 0.85 whip is fantastic. And uh, 3.24 ERA, which is right at the expected level of ZRA as well. Again, in Baltimore, Pitchers Park, the way they've redesigned it. And travel day, games at 105 in the East. Uh, you can see a couple players sitting out for both teams. Typical Thursday, travel day kind of thing. And I think this game goes under. I'm not necessarily on it, but at minus 110, uh, I definitely think the under is the play. 
Next game, 337 in uh, Eastern Time in Oakland. We have the A's facing the Rays. And Oakland had, what, a seven-game win streak? Uh, broken tonight by Tampa Bay. You can get the road Rays at minus 205 in the money line. The home athletics at plus 175. Total here is nine. Juicy under at minus 120. And I think that's because it's a pretty good pitcher's duel, which you don't hear very often with Oakland. But I think this is. Uh, Taz Bradley, the young righty, goes for Tampa. 38 and two-thirds innings, 4.19 ERA, 1.27 whip. 52 strikeouts in 38 and two-thirds innings, which is very impressive for the young kid. Paul Blackburn, uh, the righty for Oakland, 15 innings, 3.60 ERA, 1.33 whip. And hard to get a read on that in 15 innings, but a good, I would say, league average, maybe even slightly better than league average pitcher. And uh, Oakland's coming in with some confidence, obviously, but can't back them at plus 175. Tampa's a better team, uh, better starting pitcher. Should be better bullpen, but the bullpen for uh, Tampa's actually struggled. And traditionally one of the top bullpens in the majors Right now, not so much, although Oakland's bullpen, I think, is in terms of ERA, is the worst in the majors. So uh, I like Tampa. Uh, run line, minus 120, so they'd have to win by two. Maybe there's value. Nah, there's no value there. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking a minus 120 run line. And the total juice to the under, a total of nine juice to the under, minus 120. Um, I might look there, but the way both teams, the way the A's have been hitting and Tampa is an elite offense, obviously, I'm not going to touch that number either. I think they could get to eight, nine, ten runs. So stay away from me. Next game is in Arizona where the D-backs host the Phillies. You can get the road Phillies at minus 125 as a favorite and the home D-backs at plus 105. Total here is nine, juice to the over at minus 120. And uh, four, let's do the pitching matchup first. For the road Phillies, you get Aaron Nola, 88 innings, 4.60 ERA, 1.1 whip, 84 strikeouts, so just under strikeout inning. And Ryan with a Y, R-Y-N-E, Nelson, the righty for Arizona, 67, uh, 67 and third innings, 4.95 ERA, 1.46 whip goes. Just 41 strikeouts in 67 and a third inning. So not getting a lot of swing and miss. And that's kind of been his, uh, I don't want to say his problem, but uh, he's had a decent year, but not putting up a lot of great stats. And if I, because of that, I'm actually on the Phillies' first five over two and a half runs at plus 105. I just think the Phillies, the way they've been hitting, they can get the Nelson and uh, his numbers year to date, 4.95 ERA, like I said, 1.46 whip. Uh, his expected ERA is 4.97. He does not have a high strikeout ratio, 14.2 K percentage. And he's been giving up some pretty, uh, where is he? Fairly decent hard hits. I just think that they can get to him. Uh, the Phillies bat's been doing well lately, and I think Nelson is someone who could. Sorry, 
I mean, I think he's someone who can keep them in the game, but uh, if Nola, Nola shuts down the D-backs, I think Nelson's going to be able to give up four or five runs on his own uh, if he can get through five or six innings. So I think I think Philly can get to them. Not a lot, sorry, not a lot of analytics here other than his numbers aren't, aren't that great, and I think he is hittable, and Philly's been hitting well. So I'm going to take the first five, especially as plus money, uh, happy to get the plus 105 with the Phillies on that play. The next game, 7-10 in the East. Detroit is in Minnesota for the AL Central for this AL Central series. You get the home Twins at minus 200, the road Tigers at plus 170. Total here is 8, and right now juice to the under, minus 115, minus 120. I got a minus 110, and I would actually play this anywhere up to uh, or down to probably about minus 115. And the reason being, Sonny, Sonny Gray is on the hill for Minnesota, and he is – I think he's a Cy Young contender. He's only got 4-1 record, which is odd, but uh, 72 innings, 2.25 ERA, 1.25 whip, 76 strikeouts, uh, 26 walks, which is a little high, but 1.25 whip is decent, could be better. But he's been really, really good this year. On the flip side, Matthew Boyd. Uh, 58 and a third innings, 5.55 ERA, 1.35 whip. Obviously not good numbers. But Minnesota is terrible against lefties. And let me explain. As far as batting average against left-handed pitching, Minnesota is the 28th out of 30 teams with a 222 batting average. Their on-base percentage, 299 puts them 27th, sorry, 28th, so the third worst team. Three uh, slugging, slugging percentage of 377 puts them 26th. So they can't get on, terrible batting average, can't get on base and not hitting for any power against lefties. Matthew Boyd is a pretty league average lefty to me. Actually, you know what, he's probably even worse than league average. He's not doing that well. Uh, but I think he will have the ability to limit the Twins a little. And Sonny Gray has been dominant. And I think should be, should be able to limit the Tigers on the flip side. So anything under 8, don't really want to lay the minus 120. If you can get it for minus 115 or better, I would be on that. And I'm actually on uh, this at minus 110. I got a, a DraftKings earlier in the day. Next game, 720 in the East. We have Colorado in Atlanta. Atlanta comes in as the prohibitive favorites of minus 240. The Rockies plus 200. Total here is 9. Juice to the under, minus 120. And I'm, which means money's coming in the under. I'm actually going to go a little contrarian here. And I'm going to go in the over. When I look at, it's a little bit of reverse splits going on. When I, er, reverse splits, reverse line movement. When I look at uh, line open at 8.5, and it's up to nine now. And I see 77% of the bets and 97% of the money on the over, which means all the money's coming in in the over. But that's probably more at eight and a half. And the reason is the pitching matchup. For Colorado, um, you have Kyle Freeland, the lefty, 76 innings, 3.91 ERA, 1.26 whip. Not terrible numbers, but just 49 strikeouts. But we're going to get to that in a second. Um, we're not going to get to that. I mean, uh, Atlanta hits lefties very, very well. For Atlanta, you have A.J. Smith-Shaver, 
7.2 innings, 0 ERA, 0.78 whip. And that is across um, two starts, I think. I was going to say one. If he, uh, you know what? He pitched in relief, and then he, and then he uh, started last week and had a good start. Um, trying to pull this up. Why is this not coming up? But anyways, he's done well. Good prospect. But uh, his underlying stats are not fantastic. Short sample size. Uh, five ha- had a huge strikeout total in the minors, but he's playing in Double A, where they had the uh, they were experimenting with the uh, the pre-tacked ball, so they're trying to give pitchers a ball that they don't have to worry about um, foreign substances and all that substances. Um, so his strikeout totals were a little inflated in the minors. Came up, he did well in his one relief appearance, and then I think he pitched five or five and a third innings and got the win. Didn't get the win, but uh, pitched well in his one start. So the general feeling, obviously, is that Colorado um, can get to this young uh, young prospect. Now, against righties, Colorado is the best has the best average in baseball, 268. Now, these numbers are a little tempered, though, because uh, they're in Colorado. But against righties, best hitting team in baseball uh, with 268 average. And their on-base percentage is ninth best, 329. Slugging percentage, 416. Again, that's probably boosted, well, it is boosted a little by uh, Coors Field, which is 14th best. So definitely above average against righties. The flip side of this is against lefties, which Kyle Freeland is. Atlanta has the best batting average at, oh, sorry, yep. Second best batting average. Tied for the best batting average. Sorry, I should get my stats correct. At 295. Tied with Miami, believe it or not. Against lefties, Atlanta and Miami are the best teams as far as batting average. On-base percentage, 352. Second best in baseball, bottom Texas. And slugging percentage, Atlanta is the best at 540. So Atlanta can hit lefties really well. Uh, Colorado hits... righties really well, although maybe course field bump there. So run should be scored. Uh, Smith Schauver has looked good in his brief appearance, brief appearances, but hard to really say what he could do. So uh, two teams who hit the opposite handing pitching or the, the, the pitching they're going against really well. I think they can score runs and happy to get this at plus money. So, I like the Braves to win, but not a minus 240. And even in the run line, minus 120, not going to be on that. So taking the total here over nine is the play for me. Next game, 805 in the East. Now, I actually think this is probably the best pitcher's duel of the night. And I'm going to try to check this game out. We have the LA Angels in Texas to continue their series against the Rangers to AL West Division foes. Texas minus 130 in the money line. You can get the uh, Angels at plus 110. Totally here is 8. Juice to the over at minus 120. And for Texas, I think their de facto ace is on the hill. Uh, Nathan Eovaldi. 9-2 record. 86 and two-thirds innings. 2.49 ERA. 0.98 whip. That's right. 0.98 whip. This guy has been a stud all year long. Has very few blemishes along the way. And who's going against him? Shohei Otani. 
three point oh, sorry, 76 innings, 3.32 ERA, 1.04 whip, 102 strikeouts. Uh, this should be fun to watch. Now, the total is eight, juice to the over. Otani struggled a little lately, um, and Eovaldi has been very consistent. I like Texas. I don't want to lay 130. Their run line is plus 150. If this gets down to minus 110, minus 115 uh, in the morning or pregame, I'm definitely on Texas. Stay away from me. It's going to be fun to watch. I like Eovaldi and Texas Bats over Otani. I mean, straight up, I think I, I think I almost like Eovaldi right now straight up over Otani, as crazy as that sounds. But I definitely like the Texas Bats over L.A. So uh, if I can get a better number, I'm on the Rangers. Houston at 8-10 in the East hosts the Washington, Washington Nationals. The home throws minus 210 in the money line. You can get the Nationals plus 180. Totally is 8.5. Juice the under at minus 120. Obviously a bit of a pitcher's duel. And I think this is probably the second best. I actually think this is the second best pitcher's duel because I really like Mackenzie Gore for Washington. He comes in 6-9 innings, 4.04 ERA, 1.39 whip, 83 strikeouts and 6-9 innings. Doing Fantastic there, but 29 walks. This has always been his Achilles heel. If this kid can ever figure it out. Cameron San Diego had a great start last year, then struggled, got sent down, got traded in the Juan Soto deal. If he can ever figure out his walks, his control, he is going to be elite. Not there yet. On the flip side, speaking of elite, is Christian Javier, the righty. 7-1, seven and one, 74 and two-thirds innings, 3.13 ERA, 1.06 whip, 74 strikeouts. So basically a strikeout inning, just 19 walks. Um, I like Houston, but can't play minus 210. And even on the run line at home, minus 105. Maybe there's some value there. Uh, Mackenzie Gore, I like. He's gonna, probably going to pitch well um, against Houston. Maybe a strikeout prop because Houston tends to uh, strike out a lot. And if they can, if the throws can get into Washington bullpen, I can see them getting some runs. So maybe I just don't like laying home team minus minus um, juice on the run line. So going to be a stay away from me. The next game, second last game of the night is in San Diego where we have the Flying Fathers, the Padres. Hosting the Guardians. You can get the Padres minus 150. The Guardians plus 130. Total here is 8. Juice to the over at minus 115. And I'm not really sure it should be juice to the over. Although, uh, looking at the splits yet, not a whole lot of money coming in either way. For San Diego, Ryan Weathers, the young lefty, uh, gets to start. 38 and a third innings, 4.93 ERA, 1.49 whip. Going against him is another lefty, Logan Allen, for Cleveland, 51 and two-thirds innings, 3.31 ERA, 51 strikeouts, which is impressive, so a strikeout inning, and 1.39 whip, and hit a little harder lately, and I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for San Diego to put it all together, and their lineup to explode, and they're just not, and I think that's why this line is eight, and juice to the over, so money obviously coming into the over. Logan Allen's been good, but not great. And same for Ryan Weathers. The problem is Cleveland's offense is brutal. Just, you know, no no other way to put it than brutal. 
and they're probably not going to score a lot of runs. Against lefties, Cleveland has a uh, two, 234 batting average, which, sorry, 234 batting average, which puts them 25th in baseball, 306 on base percentage against lefties, which puts them 25th in baseball, and a 362 slugging percentage against lefties, which puts them 29th in baseball. They are terrible against lefties. Now, the question is, how long does Ryan Weathers last? Probably not all that long. And when we go the other way, how has San Diego been doing against lefties? Obviously better. Everybody's pretty much doing better, but not great. Uh, 254 batting average puts them 16th, so basically mid-pack. 323 on-base percentage puts them, again, 16th, well, tied for 15th, tied with Arizona, uh, tied for 14th, actually, tied with the Dodgers, who are moving up here. So very much mid-pack. And a 450 slugging percentage against lefties puts them a little above average, actually fifth. So they've got some power against lefties, but basically San Diego is a league average against lefties, and Cleveland is one of the worst teams against lefties. So I'm not really sure this game – money's coming in the over. I think I would lean to the under. Maybe wait till it gets late to eight and a half if it does. Uh, although I guess the next move is probably down to seven and a half. So shop around. If you can get an eight or eight and a half in the morning, I would look there. Uh, can't back the Potteries minus 150. Not really sure I want to back Logan Allen plus 130. So stay away from me uh, for sure. Last game of the night is in L.A., where the Dodgers send their young, I don't really want to say a prospect, but young righty, Michael Grove to the hill, 25 innings, 8.28 ERA, 1.60 whip. And the White Sox counter with Dylan Cease, a righty, 74 innings, 74 innings, 4.38 ERA, 81 strikeouts, 1.34 whip, but 34 walks. So 81 strikeouts and 74 innings, very impressive. Uh, 34 walks in 74 innings, not very impressive. And that's why he's got a 1.34 ERA. Now, I, the Dodgers come in at minus 150. Chicago plus 130. Total here is nine, juice to the under at minus 120. If anything, I might kind of lean the over. I see a slight lean to the over. 39% of the bets, but 42% of the money. So a little bit of more money coming in. Uh, uh, more big money coming in as a percentage of the handle on the over. Dylan Cease has been very hot and cold and very inconsistent. It's tough going against the Dodgers, but Michael Grove is not pitching well, so can't really back him either. Against Reddies, though, the Dodgers are... Oh, sorry. Dodgers are 14th in batting average, 246. 331 on base percentage puts them 7th. And a 452 slugging percentage puts them 3rd. So they are definitely hitting um, righties well. Not top of the class, but definitely doing uh, much better than the White Sox, who have a, against righties, 230 batting average, which puts them at... 25th in the league. 
287 on base percentage, which is brutal, puts them last. They have the worst batting average against uh, on base. Sorry, they have the worst on base percentage against righties in all of Major League Baseball, and a 374 slug slugging percentage puts them 24th as well. So they're not hitting. The thing is, I'm not really sure Michael Grove can shut down them or shut down anybody. So I actually might look for a, if I can find it, a, um, I'm trying to pull up a DraftKings right now, a first five number. If it's one and a half, I'm definitely on uh, the White Sox. And sorry, I know this is not fun podcasting, but I'm, Pulling up the DraftKings numbers, first five White Sox, over one and a half, minus 145. You know what? I think I might do that. I think I might do that. I don't usually like laying 145, but uh, Grove has just struggled. I know um, Chicago's hitting poorly against righties, but they're not that bad. And this guy is just throwing meatballs up there. Again, 25 innings. 23 strikeouts, impressive, 1.6 whip, giving up more than a runner and a half per inning. Can the White Sox score one and a half in the first five? I think they can. So they're probably going to be on the White Sox, even though minus 145 is a pretty big number to get to grow for a couple runs. So uh, hit all the games. Didn't hit Pitt. Pittsburgh at Chicago, which is uh, Johan Oviedo against Marcus Stroman. No number up on that. And that's about the only game with no number up on it. But I think I would lean the Cubbies. Uh, it's probably a weather. If the if the wind is blowing in, especially with Strowan on the mound, I could see it seven and a half, eight. If the wind is blowing out, I could see it eight and a half, nine. Either way, um, I think you have to back Strowman. The Cubbies probably come in as a minus with him in the mound, minus one forty, minus one forty five favorite. Um, don't really want to lay that much. And on the run line, I can see them being minus 110, minus 105. So uh, maybe even a plus money. But I back Stroman there. Maybe a strikeout prop because uh, Pittsburgh's prone to strikeouts. But don't see the line, so not on that yet. So we've got uh, Philly's first five over two and a half. We've got Detroit, Minnesota under eight. We've got Colorado, Atlanta over nine. And a good chance we're going to have the White Sox. First five over one and a half, even though the minus 145 juice is a little prohibitive. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hopefully you got some lean, some angle, some con- uh, some thoughts, some bets. Hopefully you can make money. Hopefully we can all make money. And hopefully for Thursday, June 15th, we're going to have a good day in sports betting. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. 
For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.